Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Listen, our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is May 1st, and our reading comes from John chapter 1. I'm going to begin in verse 32. Here's what it says. Then John testified, I saw the Holy Spirit descending like a dove from heaven and resting on Jesus. I didn't know he was the one, but when God sent me to baptize with water, he told me, the one on whom you seen the Spirit descend and rest is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. I saw this happen to Jesus, so I testify that he is the chosen one of God. The following day, John was again standing with two of his disciples. And as Jesus walked by, John looked at him and declared, Look, there is the Lamb of God. And when John's two disciples heard this, they followed Jesus. Well, Jesus looked around and saw them following and asked, What do you want? Well, they replied, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Jesus said, Come and see. When I read this passage, there's this idea that really jumps out. First, John is writing this book so that we would see, that we would understand who Jesus is, so that we would believe. In fact, in 1 John chapter 5, verse 13, John says, I've written these things so that you might believe. Now, here's the thing that really jumps out in this story, and that is that John the Baptist and Jesus are cousins. Now, I want you to just think a minute about your cousins. So I've got several cousins, but think about your cousins. How difficult would it be for your cousins, after 30 years of knowing you, 30 years of family reunions, 30 years of watching you interact with your siblings and your parents and your aunts and uncles and your grandparents and your your, uh, church community, how difficult would it be for you to convince your cousins after 30 years that you were the sinless son of God? Or how difficult would it be for them to convince you that they were the sinless son of God, the savior of the world? I just think this is powerful for John the Baptist after 30 years to still believe that about Jesus is a powerful witness to the life and the character of Jesus. I love that. Then when John is baptizing, he has this supernatural experience where he sees the Holy Spirit descend upon Jesus. And God told him ahead of time, when you see that happen, the person that the Holy Spirit descends upon, that is my chosen one. He will baptize with the Holy Spirit. So John is writing this book and giving us this evidence that Jesus is indeed the Son of God. And so there's this supernatural miracle. Well, then the next day, John the Baptist sees Jesus walking by and once again says, there he is. That's the Lamb of God. That's the Messiah. That's the Savior of the world. And two of his disciples decide to follow Jesus. One of them is actually John, the disciple Jesus loved, the one who's writing the book of John that we're reading right now. So they follow Jesus. Jesus sees them and he finally turns around and says, what do you guys want? 
And they say, where are you staying? In other words, we want to spend some time with you. And Jesus says, come and see. Now, here's the powerful idea that really jumps out that goes along with what happened in the experience of John the Baptist. Watch this. In the Hebrew school, the way you are trained to be a rabbi is you entered into that rabbi's life and literally for three years, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you did life with that rabbi. It's very different from the Greek system. In the Greek system or the American system, we go into a classroom. We really don't get to know our professor. They're teaching and lecturing. We're gathering information that we're trying to memorize for a test. We're understanding concepts. In the Hebrew school, you got to know the professor. You entered into their life, entered into their world. And over a period of three years, because you did everything with them, you actually became your professor. That was the goal. You became your rabbi. Jesus is inviting these men, come and see. Enter into my life and do life with me. So they got to see how does Jesus relate to the community? How does he relate to the government? How does he relate to the lost, to the broken, to the hurting? How does he relate to the religious leaders? What does he do when he's at the temple? What does he do when he's at the market? What does he do when he's at his mom's house or at his family's house? So they got to witness all of that. And here's what's fascinating. After spending three entire years with Jesus, they're more convinced than ever. He is the sinless Son of God. Again, think about your own life. If somebody spent three years with you, 24-7, they watched how you related to your spouse, your kids, your friends, your coworkers, your neighbors, your church members, people at the club, all these different places where you hang out. If they saw that and they saw your life, they saw your schedule, they saw your values, they saw your priorities, they saw what made you emotional and what really stirred you. And if they saw all of that, would they conclude after three years that you are the sinless son of God? Certainly not, right? I think after about 30 minutes, people would know, okay, it's not him, right? What is so powerful about that is the disciples spent three years with Jesus, and now they're so convinced he is God in the flesh that they are willing to die. They're willing for their families to die. They have risked in giving everything in order to preach that truth, that Jesus is the sinless Son of God, the Savior of the world, our Messiah. And listen, if they can trust Him after spending three years 24-7 with Him, then I can trust Him, and you can trust Him. And I hope that builds your faith. So let me pray for that. Father, I thank you for every person listening. God, I pray that what we've heard today would build our faith, that as we're working through the book of John to discover who Jesus is, that our faith would grow, our ability to trust him, to rest in him, to follow him, even when we don't understand, regardless of our circumstances, God, build our faith so that we can trust you that way. God, we're so grateful that you came, that you took on humanity, entered into our world so that we could see your heart, your love for this world and for each one of us. God, thank you for that. 
and use it to build our faith. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Well, I hope that encouraged you today. In fact, if it did, I want to encourage you. Share this podcast with your friends. Post it on your social media. Let's get the word out. Listen, for all of us, it's so important we learn to connect with Jesus every day. Why? Because before I begin my day, God has something to say. All right, guys, we'll see you again tomorrow.